Hey, welcome to Addison Runberg's podcast. I'm here with Elise Swafford. She is my sister and has accomplished a lot so far in her life. Today, we talk about working as waiters, pets, and our childhood. We tell a lot of funny stories, and it's a really great time. This podcast is brought to you by Origin of Legends and Secrets of the North. Do you like reading? Do you like young adult adventure stories? Then check out my book, Origin of Legends and the Secrets of the North, on Amazon today. What is the funniest waiting experience you've had so far? Hmm. Well, there's definitely been a lot of them with serving. I've been serving for just about three years now. But I guess I'm going to go back to um, one of the ones when I was in the Moorhead Buffalo Wild Wings. And we had a college night there where, like, all the college kids would come. And it was super crazy. And um, it was, like, one of my first experiences serving. So I was still, like, really new and kind of, like, scared about everything. And I got an eight top, which, like, for me at the time was a lot. And it was all, like, like 20-something college guys. And they were, like, super rambunctious and just, like, drinking tons and tons of soda I had to get them like a whole bunch of refills and like they were just being super rowdy and I'm not exactly sure what happened but like someone like body slammed the other one onto the table and they ended up snapping the table off of its like leg and so like literally the table was just like balancing all the drinks of like all the Mountain Dews and all the coffee like <laughs> fell onto the ground, and like all their wings onto the ground. It was super super messy, and they were all like so embarrassed. And then like uh... <laughs> they like had done it by being like rowdy. Like it's not like the table just broke. Like they like body slammed into it. Like it was so awkward because my manager made me get their contact information so that they could pay to replace the table. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it was super, super awkward because I was so new to serving. So, like, it was just really, really weird, but pretty funny also. Yeah, early on, that would be such an intense experience to go through as a waiter. Well, right. <laughs> like, it was so busy at the time that, like, there was no managers free to, like, help me. So, like, they were not done eating and they didn't have a table anymore. And all of the tables in the restaurant were full. So, oh, my gosh. It was just really, really, like, a weird experience, and, like... (laughs) (laughs) Well, my worst time, or, like, probably funniest time, I guess, I was working at this place called The Bistro, and I was super hungover from partying the night before, (laughs) and I just was... I felt like I needed to throw up the whole time. I felt, like, pale and sickly. And so I'm doing my best, although I'm trying to be nice, and I go out to take this new table's order, and it's just me and one other guy there, and I start taking their order, and my nose just starts gushing blood, and it drips all over my oh, notepad. No. <laughs> and so like, I was like, excuse me a moment. I run to the back, and then I'm just like, yeah, I think you're going to have to take this, man. I can't, oh my God. I can't do anything right now. <laughs> It was bad, but yeah, that was probably my worst. Oh, yeah, so okay. What's your best customer that you've had? Oh, hang on. I have one more that I have to say for the funny one. Okay. 
This is yeah, just sure. one random thing I just thought of. Is like this was another college night at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I was walking so so fast, and like there was this little kid that was just like running around in the walkway, and I just did not see at all, and <laughs> I just freaking took the kid out, like oh. knee to the kid's face, and oh. it just fell down. <laughs> really, really bad. But like, uh, luckily, the mom wasn't like mad at me at all because she was just like she had been telling the kid to sit down, I guess, a lot, and so she wasn't mad at me. But I felt terrible. Yeah. Just the other day, I almost did that same thing too, kid. But luckily, like both of us saw each other, so we didn't collide. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> was around, and the parents just like they don't want them to be, but they still do. <laughs> Uh, any other funny times? Maybe. Um. No, I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna be done with those. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. I guess one other time I've had recently. It was very busy night. Friday night. Um. I I was pretty new at the time at Olive Garden, so I was like still learning the ropes there. Sure. I take this couple's order and the guy like he just orders plain spaghetti with meat sauce right away and then nothing else on it so then i get him their salad and breadsticks just like a couple minutes before their food comes out and like obviously they like a little more time with that but i'm running around as fast as i can and that's just when it came out so mm-hmm. bring him the spaghetti and then he's just like oh you know what i want meatballs with this i'm like okay it'll take a couple more minutes i'll just say no and he's like yeah that's okay so i ring it in and then like five ten minutes later i come back with the meatballs his whole plate is totally finished and i'm just <laughs> like oh no you hate on <laughs> and he's like he just gives me this dash glare i'm just like uh do you do you want him still and he's like Yes, I want them, but oh, no. you should get the food out together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm I'm really sorry, sir. Like, okay. if you had time, it would have came out closer together, and like it's really busy, so that's why I took a few minutes to get them done back there. He's like, well, <laughs> that okay? Something exactly like that happened to me literally like last week. I'm super, super busy, like so busy. I had like seven tables and there was like five or six people at each of them. And I'm like running my butt off. It's so busy that night. And I just like, I see that my one table got their food and I just go over there and I'm just like, hey guys, like did everything come out okay for you? And the lady, like I'm just expecting like a, yep, we're good. And I was just going to keep walking. (laughs) But she just looks at me like super, super pissed off. And she's like, well, no, actually, we're not okay. Um, all of our food came out at the same time. And we didn't get our appetizers ahead of time. I'm like, you know, at Olive Garden or something, I understand. It's maybe a little different. Like, you got to be, like, on your shit. But, like, at B-dubs, it really is, like, more laid back. Like yeah. that happens. Well, all like the wings aren't that different from an appetizer. No, like like, like appetizer at most places. Right, and like people get their food all the same time, all the time at beat ups. It happens all the time, and normally, people are just like, "Oh no, that's fine, I don't care." But this lady is just like, "Well, no, actually, we're not okay." 
And, like, I was just like, oh, okay, well, I think the reason why that happened is because you guys ordered fried pickles, mozzarella sticks, garlic mushrooms, and a chili con queso as your appetizer. And then for your food, you just ordered you just ordered one small boneless to, for everybody to share. So, like, obviously, that's going to take a lot. For everybody to share, too? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it's just like, well, I just like, what is the difference between that and those appetizers? And she made such a big deal about it that she got all her appetizers for free because she had to talk to the manager because it wasn't acceptable. Yeah. It's just like... Uh, yeah, like, okay, another bad time for me recently was <laughs> Saturday lunch shift. Um, these people come in and... Frick, I'm losing my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck, I had it ready to go, and I forgot. <laughs> We're just going off on a tangent of, like, horrible, like, it's not even really funny stories, it's just, like, horrible things happened to us. Okay, wait, I've got it again. Um, so, everything goes perfectly for the meal. I get everything out, perfect timing, exactly what they ordered, and then it's time for them to go, and they're already paying on the little computer that we have at each of the tables called as he asked. And so I'm like, oh, okay, you guys ready to go? You need anything else today? Do you want some boxes? And they're like, yeah, a box would be nice. And so I bring the box as soon as possible, give it to her. And I'm like, if there's anything else you need, I'll be around. And so then she kind of gives me a weird look, like I'm forgetting something, but she's already paid on the little Z-Ask. So I'm like, they, I think they're good to go. Like five minutes later, my manager comes up to me and she's like, Addison, um, did you recently have a person who got whole grain, gluten-free rigatoni? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And she's like, did you not box up their food for them and not give them mints? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, I didn't do those. <laughs> and she's like, at Olive Garden, we go above and beyond for each and every customer. And oh so you've got to be, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Like I was just in my head though. I was just like, wow. Like that this is like, what I've not done that though too. So I'm just like, I seriously am getting called out for this stupid, like, yeah. Like that when you're in a like, room, you don't have time. You don't have that much time to box up every single plate of food at the table for the people. Like, okay, that right there <laughs> is exactly why I work at Buffalo Wild Wings and not, like, somewhere fancy. Because I cannot take people's shit. They just, like, they expect to be treated like royalty. And they're, like, <laughs> it's just, like, at Vito. Yeah, like, it's not that fancy of a place. It's really not fancy. Like, <laughs> At B-dubs, there's so many times where, like, people are just, like, your tablets aren't working. Like, we, like can you find us another tablet? Like, all the tablets are taken. Can you make ours turn on? And sometimes I, when I'm really busy, I'm literally just, like, yeah, they've just been dropped so many times that they just don't work anymore. That's B-dubs. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> like, okay. That was me, and, me and Chris got, um... We got, like, on a break the other day. So we were, like, walking out the front door to go take our break together. And there's just a tampon, like, on the sidewalk right in front of Dubs. And I just go like this. I'm just like, oh, there's a tampon right in front of our store. Welcome to (laughs) Buffalo Wild Wings. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Welcome to Buffalo. Uh, <laughs> Uh, have you have any uh, really really nice customers? Everyone's still a good one. Yeah, so I mean, I guess the example is like this one time when I was in Moorhead, and like it's not the most perfect example because this table actually was like pretty annoying during this whole service. Like they had kids and they were really loud and like pretty needy. They like just needed me to like get a lot of refills for them and like get like extra things for them. And I had been kind of frustrated with them because um, their kids were just making, like, a huge mess, like, tons and tons of stuff on the floor. And, like, the parents just kind of seemed out of it. Like, they didn't really care. Um, but then I went to, you know, like, pick up my credit slip at the end. And they had tipped me $10 on the credit slip. And then wrapped inside the credit receipt was a $100 bill. And they had what? written, like, you did a great job. And I was, like, holy crap. Like, really really shocking because like i had heard of that happening to some people you know but i yeah. never thought it actually so that was like really really awesome and that would probably be like the nicest customer i've ever had like not like through the service aspect but just as far as like that was really generous yeah yeah, um, yeah i've had one that as well that was like uh just two a couple of two and Sully and I were working and we just had a really great rapport with them. We were talking about traveling to like Las Vegas and they were just telling us all these cool places we could go and we get there and they left me a $100 tip and it was just two people. So wow. yeah, I needed to. It wasn't at all grand. It was at the bistro back in the day. But That is really cool. Like it's just really cool when stuff like that happens because like there's so many times as servers where like we just get treated like crap and we're like people's punching bag. And then like, you just have to clean up after people and they don't even tip you. And sometimes it feels really like crappy and you just kind of feel like low about yourself because like a lot of times people condescend to you. And like every once in a while, when you get a table like that, that just like, it's it just like, it makes you feel super appreciated. And it's like, wow, like I really am a good server. And like, yeah, some people are just crappy, but like, it's nice to see that there's people out there like that, you know? Yeah, sorry, I think I get, yeah, what were you saying before that, though? Oh, I was just trying to think of, like, any table I've had where, like, during the whole service that they were just, like, extra nice to me. And, like, I think a good example of that um, would be, like, when I first started at the V-Dubs in Brainerd here. Um, I was, like, super nervous just because it's, like, a new store. Like, I was familiar with the menu and everything, but, like, I was just, like, super, super nervous. Um, right. and I think it was like pretty obvious and this table yeah. like yeah like the lady um she was just like really nice to me like a lot of times like people don't really answer you like if you ask like oh how's everybody doing tonight like a lot of times I just get ignored um <laughs> but she was like I really don't fun. yeah like I don't ask them like if they're out um like celebrating every anything like I know everyone asks that but I have changed to asking them if they're doing well so far today and, like, everyone seems to respond well to that so far. Yeah, because, like, if you ask, like, if any if they're doing anything special, then a lot of times they're just, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and and so, like, since like, I'm trying okay. to sell them wine, I'm trying to get them in this, it's like a sales tactic thing where you get them to say yes, like, two or three times in a row. And then once they do that, when you ask them if they want, like, alcohol or wine or anything, they're more likely to say yes to that as well. So it's like a sales tactic. Oh, that's cool. 
yeah, I forget the name of it, but like it's a well-known thing. Like you get got some like, oh, thought you'd come out for dinner tonight. They're like, yeah, having a nice day so far. Yeah, do you want some wine? Like a free sample of wine? And then they're like, yeah, sure. And then like after they have the free sample, they're way more likely to get the wine after that. That's like the thing you told me about how like if you have two really good jokes and you like get someone to laugh at the first two, then they'll pretty much laugh at like anything you say after that. If you're like trying to be funny, even if it's not like the best jokes. I remember you telling me that and like it actually really? is so true. I don't even remember telling you that, but that's funny. That's like the same thing. <laughs> no, you that's told like me that. the same exact thing. And you told me that you were like testing it out at college parties and that it totally works. Wow, that's hilarious that I was doing that. I just tried it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, any other like nice customers? Not necessarily that like tipped really well, but just were like really nice. I've had a few, definitely. Like none that super stick out in my mind, but um. Oh, actually, no. There is a good one. So yeah, when I first started working at the Brainerd Beatups, like this guy named David, he's like a regular at the Beatups here. Like he comes in at least like three times a week. Um. <laughs> And, like, I – it was my very, very first day at the speed ups, and, like, he ordered um, a chili con queso, and for some reason, I don't know why, I just put, like, fried pickles in, and so fried pickles came out, and I wasn't over there when they came out, and so the, the like, food runner brought it to the table, and they were just like, oh, no, we didn't order that, and then the food <laughs> brought it back, and then, like, so they just thought that was the wrong thing. So they were still waiting for the chili con queso, which I never rung in because I, I accidentally rang in fried pickles. And so, like, a really long time went by. And then I stopped over there, and, like, they were just like, we still haven't gotten our chili con queso. And then I, like, figured out what happened. And, like, so, like, it wasn't, like, a huge, huge deal. But, like, I mean, I did mess up. And um, wow. he still ended up tipping me, like, um, I can't It was, like, a $50 tab, and he gave me, like, he gave me, like, a lot of money. He gave me, like, $20 or something. And I was just, like, oh, really, really wow. happy with That's it. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and he said, like, welcome to Baxter Beatups and definitely be seeing you around. Like, he, like, wrote that on the credit receipt, which was, like, really, really cool. And he, like, said to me, like, you did a really good job and stuff. So he, like, made me feel, like, welcome and, like, not bad that I messed up, you know? Yeah, that's totally cool. This one that's kind of, like – like uh i'm remembering right now it was like a girl our age and she was just seemed normal and then she wrote me this long note that's like god loves you and you're he thinks you're a great person or something like, that. like a super religious long note and i'm just like i mean this is nice but it's also kind of weird but okay something like that happened to me too at the um morehead beatups there was this girl named Elise as well. Like, she had the same name as me. And, like, she weirdly, like, really, really liked me. And she was just like, you are just the cutest thing. Like, you are, seriously, I feel like we're connecting on such a spiritual level. Like, we've got the same name. We're both really nice. We've got the same people. name. And, like, and she was like, um, she wrote this super, super long, like, message to me in, like, this paper and put it in there. And she, like, put her phone number down and was just like, oh, we should hang out sometime. And, like, I didn't really have a lot of friends at the time. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to text her. And I was like, hey, this is Elise from Beatups. Like, here's my number. And she texts me back this, like, five-page text about how she wants me to join, like, her religious group and, like, be part of her <laughs> meeting. And, like, I was just super, like, 
oh, uh, no, 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 no. And, like, I just didn't text her back. And then since I didn't text her back, she texted me, like, several times <laughs> a week for the next few uh, weeks. <laughs> stuff like, hey, I'm really sorry if I scared you off with that long text. Like, I still hope we can be friends. And, like, after that whole thing, I was like, I'm just not going to text this girl back. And, like, it was really bad. And then I eventually ended up seeing her at B-dubs again. And it was so uh, awkward. So, so yeah, awkward. Yeah, and Baxter and Brainerd, it's like, you're going to see the same people probably every once in a while. That's the thing. You do. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, like these other old people like really liked me a group of four of them and the whole time they were just like oh you look like this actor that we know and they were like looking up a bunch of pictures of this really like black and white actor and I'm just like I, I don't look like this person <laughs> but I'll take it whatever. <laughs> I know. I've heard people say that before to me too they're like you look just like this person and they show me a picture and it's like I see absolutely no resemblance at all. Like, yeah, none, basically. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so-, so funny. Have you tried a blazing wing? Yes, I have. Um, when I worked at the Moorhead beatups, I was a trainer, and so I like. In the Moorhead beatups, we had a lot of turnover because it's a college town. So, like, there was a lot of employees, like, going home for the summer, like, getting done with college and leaving. So, I was training people in, like, two, three shifts a week. So, like, basically almost every – at least, like, several of my shifts I'd be training. And we had this thing where if you're – if it's, like, your first day, you have to try a blazing wing part of initiation – but the person that's training you has to eat one too to like for more support. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. And like after a while they like after this one guy left, they weren't as like adamant about like making you do it. But like this one cook got like a sick pleasure out of like watching us die over eating the blazing wings. And so he would like force me to do it every time. Like he'd be like, he'd be, like Nope, it's the first day. You have to do it. And like, oh he's like, you have to do it too. So I was eating like, I was eating like a blazing wing like three times a week. And they would do this thing oh. where they like make it be extra, extra saucy just to make it like that much worse for us. <laughs> and oh my God, it was just horrible. Like the whole rest of the day, my lips would like be swollen and my eyes would just be like tearing. It was absolutely horrible. Oh, man. I've never actually tried Blazin' myself. I really, really don't recommend it because, like, it's just, <laughs> like, if you even just touch it with your finger, it, like, burns your finger. So, like, obviously that's not good for your stomach. A lot of my friends would always try them, and, like, they were trying to be, like, macho and, like, they, like, humor and Sally always try to do it. And they're just, like, I'm, like, why, you guys? You obviously don't like it. Your eyes are, like, watering. I know. You, yeah, I it really just seems horrible. <laughs> whenever people want to do the blazing challenge at B-Dubs, I really always, I pretty much always am <laughs> able to talk them out of it. Because, like, <laughs> it's just stupid. Like, they don't enjoy the wings. It's just a waste of chicken. And... <laughs> Like, no one no one has fun. I end up having to give them free milk. And 
they make a huge mess of the table because it's too hot. So like they can't do normal table manners. Like they just freak out because it's so hot and they like get stuff everywhere. So anytime someone wants to do the blazing challenge, I'm they're just like, so like, what's the deal with the blazing challenge? And I'll just be like, oh, it really sucks. Like basically, you have to eat ten traditional wings, um, with the blazing sauce on them. You can't use any napkins. You can't drink anything, and you can't use any ranch. And you have to eat them in under, I think it's like ten minutes or something. I don't know. Yeah, and then I'm so just fast. like and. And then I'm like, even if you do win, you still have to pay for them. And the only thing is that you get a free t-shirt. And I just make it sound like really, really horrible. And then they're usually just like, they're usually just like, oh, that's stupid. And then I'm just like, yeah, but like, if you want, you can order normal wings, like whatever you want. And I can get you a side of Blazin for free. And then you can still try it. And then they're just like, oh, yeah, I'll just do that. So then I'm just like, yeah, thank you. Because I also have to stop what I'm doing. I can't wait on my other tables. I have to bring out this giant, like, siren and a stopwatch. And I have to sit there for 10 minutes. A stopwatch. Yeah, I have to sit there for 10 minutes with a blinking siren that's flashing a big red light and, like, watch them eat these. I'm like, I don't have time for that. I have a lot no. of stuff to do. Uh, it's the worst when you've got stuff that takes up a ton of time. That's, like, absurd. But, like, even when it's yeah. just, like, people who, like, are taking you super long with the menu, but they're, like, asking oh you questions God, about it, no. it's, like, just, I, you ask me about it, I don't know much more than what it says right below it. Like, come on. I know. It's so frustrating, and it's just, like, <laughs> if you don't know what you want, don't tell me that you're ready, because yeah. there is so much other stuff I can be doing. Like, so much more. I just am trying to take your order accurately and efficiently so I can get your food fast. Like, ugh. Right. But, like... It's seriously... It's, like, especially when you have other tables that need their order taken or, like, other yeah. tables that need something. And, like, it's just, like... Or, like, what I really hate is when, like, you you bring a table their drinks and, like, they're pretty much ready to order. And you're just, like okay, I just got to go grab those guys' drinks because you got sad again already. And then you're like, but then I'll be back to take your order. So then you go yeah. get the new table drinks. And then the new table is like, wants to order right then. Yeah. And like, they get mad when you're just like, okay, no, I got to take these guys' orders first. But like, it's just like, they get mad. But like, you have to like, help the people that were there first. And like, I don't know. No, totally. Like, we kind of have the same thing. Like, as soon as someone gets sat, we're supposed to be over there offering them wine and taking the drink orders basically right away. Right. Yeah. Like, ours is, like, we're supposed to greet the table within 45 seconds. Yeah. Get same, drinks basically. for the table. Yeah. And then get drinks for the table within two minutes. And then whenever they order and get their food, we're supposed to, like, check back on their food within two minutes or two bites. And like, like sometimes sure. it just would be best to make him wait at the table for like a minute or so while you're doing something <laughs> really quick, but it's just not how it works, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, do you have any cool cat facts that you know that you want to talk about? Sure. So I have a ragdoll cat named Toby, and he's two years old now, and we've had him for two years. Um, and I never had had a cat really before that. We had one cat growing up, um, but she kind of lived in the garage a little bit. So yeah. I didn't really know too much about cats. Um, but one really cool thing that I learned about cats is that they blink really slowly 
at you to show affection. Oh. Um, and it's something that, like, I actually, like, noticed Toby doing to me. Like, he would just be looking at me, and then once I made eye contact with him, he would blink really slowly a few times oh. and then look away. And so I didn't know what he was doing, so I, I got this cat book, and then I started reading about it, and I found out that that's, like, showing affection and showing love. And I was just like, oh, wow, like, that is so cool. Like, I noticed him doing it to me, and then I looked it up and found out why he was doing it. And it was just really cool to find that out. Um, and also, so it's kind of funny, now I'm, like, kind of a cat person. And, like, just today I was over at our parents' house. And, like, I caught myself looking at Chloe, my parents' dog, and, like, I was blinking at her slowly because, like, <laughs> I do that to Toby all the time, like, if I look at Toby, I'll, like, blink at him really slowly, and then he'll blink back at me. And it's kind of just, like, it's kind of like petting your dog, just being like, hey, I love you. Like, and it's just, like, a little small gesture that, like, I just do, like, I don't even think about it. It's just, like, what I do now when I'm, like, hanging out with Toby because, like, I want him to know, like, I love him and stuff. And I caught yeah. myself doing that to my parents' dog, and, like, she wasn't doing it back. And then I was like, what am I doing? Like, this is not... <laughs> a cat like it was just really funny did she seem to respond to it at all um she was just like looking at me like really happily wagging her tail so then i like petted her and and then she like she really liked it when i petted her and like talked to her and like it's just it's funny because like with cats um like i mean all cats are different but like with toby he does not like to be petted he doesn't really like to be held and like it's a sign of respect in cats to leave them alone. So, like, a lot of times you hear about people that don't like cats, and they're just like, God, like, I really don't like cats, but, like, cats love me. They always come up to me, and, like, they want attention. And that's because in the cat world, like, if you're ignoring them and you're giving them their space, they're like, wow, like, yeah, I like this person. Like, he's showing me respect. He's, like, giving me my space. And so, like, cats like that. <laughs> so That's really kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and like it's kind of opposite of dogs too, you know. Yeah, totally. Like dogs really like it when you like pet them a lot. They don't. I don't think right. they really like it when you stare at them in their eyes. I feel like I've heard that they don't like that, but I could be. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think that dogs find that like kind of intimidating or like scary. Yeah. Um. Also, another like just a few interesting things about cats. Um, it also shows that your cat really feels comfortable with you and, like, feels really safe with you if um, they're, like, making eye contact with you and they yawn. That's supposed to be, like, kind of a sign of, like, endearment that, like, they're, like, yawning at you and it's supposed to be, like, a kind gesture. Um, and then another kind of interesting fact is that, you know, usually people think of, like, a purring cat as, like, oh, the cat's happy, it's purring, and it's, like, calm. And in some cases, that's true. But also, in some cases, when a cat is purring, it can actually because be because they're stressed and have anxiety. Um, and it's like a security blanket for them. So they do that. Ah, interesting. That's really cool. Yeah. And then one other interesting fact is, like, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but, like, sometimes cats do this thing where they're, like, kneading with their paws. Um, some people call it, like, making biscuits where they're, they're, like, picking up each of their feet on you. Okay. Have you ever seen that before or no? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So um, that's supposed to be, like, another big sign of affection. And actually, uh -huh. what it's derived from is kind of interesting. Um, 
it comes from when they're little baby kitties and they're like drinking milk from their mother um it's like supposed to be like them saying thank you to their mom because it's kind of like a little massage and then also because it helps to like stimulate the milk too so like that's where it comes from as when they were like little babies and then it kind of is just like a habit that sticks with them because like that's like a really happy memory for them so when they're happy that kind of like comes out and they do that kneading thing again so like toby does it all the time when he's like climbing on me or like walking on me when i'm sleeping wow that's such a cool thing yeah, I don't know. I really, I think little facts like that are just so cool because, like, I grew up with dogs, so I never really knew any of these things. But yeah, why? Kind of... Why do you think you like cats so much? Like, is there something special about cats in particular compared to dogs or other pets, or is it just like you think you'd like love whatever pet you had? No, um, I mean, I would definitely love whatever pet I had for sure. But for me and my specific personality type, I think that a cat just fits me so well. Because, um, I, and also just Toby specifically, I'm sure I would like whatever cat I had, but like Toby just happens to be like my perfect match. Because what I like about him is that he is so calm and laid back. And so being around him makes me feel calm because like, he is just always like completely chill and like a lot of cats like are really like hyper and rambunctious but for the most part toby just like walks really slowly right next to me and like he really really cares about me he follows me from like every single room so like no matter where i go he follows even when chris is home like toby has to be right by my side and like I really like it because he's like a little companion. Like if I go put makeup on, he jumps up on the counter and he lays there and he just watches me. Like his eyes are just like watching me the whole time that I'm putting on makeup. And then like if I walk into the kitchen and I'm like making something, he jumps up on the counter and he lays down and he watches me. And if I go watch TV, then he comes in and he sits on the cat tree and he just hangs out with me. So he's kind of just like a little companion. And like I know that dogs do that too, but I think why I like the cat version better is because dogs are very needy they really like they need your attention back and they need your love back and they need like they want you to play with them they need you to take them outside they need to like go to the bathroom outside they need to be walked and like toby doesn't need anything from me he prefers when i like don't bother him but like also still there like i know that sounds weird but like He's, he's there, and, like, I don't need to take him outside so that he can go to the bathroom. He can just go to the bathroom on his own, and he just goes in his litter box. And, like, that's a big thing for me is, like, I would hate if I had to, like, go outside all the time and, like, bring him outside and take him to the bathroom. Like, he can just do that on his own. He can just go to the bathroom. And, like, scooping a litter box takes, like, maybe, like, 20 seconds. And I just do it every single day. So yeah. it's, like, very, like, it doesn't smell. It's, like, very clean because I do it every single day. Um, so I really like that fact. And then, like, playing with um, Toby is a lot easier than playing with a dog, in my opinion. Because, like, playing with Toby, I can just lay on the bed and hold a little, like, fishing pole. And then, like, he has a great time. And, like, he gets all his energy out. And I can be just laying on the bed. Whereas if I had a dog, I would need to take him on walks and, like, go outside and, like, throw the ball for them and stuff. And then... That's one thing I actually really like about dogs. Like, when we had Homer, Sylvia's dog, in the winter, 
every day, no matter how cold it was, I still had to bring him on like half an hour walk, like twice a day. And like, See, it was just a great way to make me get out of the house and still right. enjoy the outdoors, even though it is kind of cold out. And that's the flip side of it where like, that is the reason that people should want a dog because it makes you get out and it makes you be active and it makes you like go enjoy the outdoors, which is yeah. really, really good. Like it is a good thing for you. And like, but for me, I think, like, rather than, like, being, like, okay, this is what, like, I should do. Like, this is, like, even though it's, like, better for me, it's kind of cool because, like, Toby doesn't make me change my lifestyle for the better. He just, like, fits into my lifestyle perfectly as it is. And even though it probably, you know, it would be good for me to have, like, a dog because it would make me be way more active. It's totally true. But Toby fits into my lifestyle, like, perfectly as it is. And then another big thing is that, like, I, like, if you have a dog and you go to work for, like, eight hours, the dog is, I mean, it's really bad to leave a dog at home for eight hours by itself, like, in a kennel or even just in the house. Like, and with Toby. When Homer was here and, like, I left just for probably an hour, I got back home and I could hear him howling and barking from inside the house. I'm like, oh, no. Hopefully the oh, neighbors no. didn't have to hear him for too long. Or hopefully he wasn't doing that the whole time. Right. And, like, with Toby, we could be gone for a whole weekend, and he would be just fine. Like, as long as he has food and water and his litter box and his cat trees and his toys, he's got absolutely everything he needs. And, like, he does like us to be home, and, like, he loves spending time with us. But, like, he will be just fine if he's home alone. And we don't have to worry about him making, like, meowing like crazy or, like, you know, not being able to go to the bathroom. I just, I like the freedom that comes along with the cat because I don't have to be like, okay, I got to make sure I get home to let the dog out. Or I got to make sure that, you know, it's like he can just take care of himself and I can go about my life. And it's great to have him because I love him and he makes me so happy. But it also doesn't make me have to like have, I don't know, it's kind of like, you know, not as much responsibility, I guess. Yeah, I totally feel that because... I like being able to just do whatever I want, kind of, and not have the responsibility that I, this being needs me to do something every single day. And if I don't do that, it's not going to be okay. Right. Like, today, I got done working at my parents' house. And, like, if I had a dog, I definitely would be like, okay, I got to go home. I got to let the dog out. Got to make sure it's got dinner. Got to make sure it, like, can play with it. But, like, I got done working, and I was like, I kind of feel like going into Brainerd and getting some stuff, you know? And, like... Toby's gonna be just fine because like it's not like he's getting anything different you know it's the same thing as when I'm home because also another cool thing about Toby is that he's not like um the parents dogs where like they feed their dogs like half cup in the beginning of the day half cup at the end of the day and like they have a feeding time and when you feed them they like scarf it down we just like Toby has a water dish in the tub because he knocks over his water dish One slight negative. (laughs) Yeah. And then he's got a wet food dish and a dry food dish. And, like, he just eats them at his own leisure. And he has no feeding time. He just eats when he's hungry. And, like, if I see that his dry food is kind of low, then I add more dry food to it. Or if he eats all his wet food, then I give him a new can. So, like, it's kind of nice because he's just, like, I don't know. He, He really is just the easiest pet I've ever had. Like... Even more so than, like, guinea pigs or hamsters. Because, like, with those, you got to, like, change their whole cage. And, like, it's really hard to clean the cage. Like, 
seriously, his litter box is so easy to scoop. And, like, feeding him is a breeze because there's not even a set feeding time. It's just, like, he's the easiest pet ever. And, like, also he just brings so much joy to me because he's hilarious. And he is always making me laugh and smile, which I think is, like, awesome to have in your life, you know? Yeah. Cats are a lot more capable than a lot of other pets. Like, in my neighborhood, there's, like, three or four feral cats. And it's just awesome seeing them. They're, like, prowling around, catching birds all the time. They don't need anybody. They just do what they want. (laughs) Yeah, it's really interesting. That's another thing from my cat book is that, like, dogs depend on us. And they, like, gain – they gain so much, like, Like from being with us. Could not survive in the wild. He's a white wiener dog. He's about the size of a squirrel. (laughs) That's, like, what's so cool about cats is that, like, over – the like years cats decided to be with us because like they gained some things from being with us but they don't need to be with us like they could survive just fine on their own you know yeah they really so like just even in like a house environment or out in your yard they can find water or if they're really hungry they could probably catch their own food too whereas like the guinea pigs couldn't even go into some shade or something they just died (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to go into that but (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that's a really cool thing about cats is like he just takes care of himself so it's like it's more just like we have another member of the family like rather than having like a, a, a dog that's like completely dependent on us and needs so much from us rather than feeling like that I just feel like it's another member of the family and like he kind of does his own thing he kind of just takes care of himself I just make sure he's got food and he's good and he makes me laugh and he like brings me so much happiness so like he's just like the perfect pet for me yeah that's awesome um all right I've got one more question maybe if you could put anything on a billboard in Baxter that everyone in town would see, what would you put on there? (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I want to say my answer, like that I'm thinking of. Go for it. Well, I always see the really religious billboards everywhere. Like, that just say like Jesus, for example. There's one that literally says Jesus with a period after it. <laughs> and sometimes I just want to like make a billboard that just says like atheism with a period after it. Like I just see what people would do, or like something like that. Because like I don't try and push my beliefs on anybody, so like I just think it's ridiculous when they like make billboards like that. There's actually a really humorous religious kind of um billboard in Duluth here Sylvia and I drive by it every time we go to Sylvia's work um it says it's for this Catholic radio station and it says Catholics believe what tune into this radio station to find out (laughs) oh that's funny is that actually very good (laughs) yeah that's funny Sylvia said she doesn't think that they know it's humorous but I'm like yeah of course that's the joke it's the whole reason they made that billboard it's like people kind of think that like Catholics do believe some of weird stuff sometimes and that's why it's a funny billboard and she's like no <laughs> I don't think they get it I think they just want people to be curious <laughs> 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 oh, 
Yeah. Uh, if I were to put something on the billboard, I would say just kind of like a three sentence thing, maybe like eat healthy, get enough sleep and exercise. Mine would say get a cat. Oh, there's a rabbit outside my window now. I hope oh, the cat oh, comes and catches it. Addison. I'm not. It's just, I think it's because there's like an abandoned house right next door and it attracts all this wildlife. <laughs> it's kind of cool though. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Um, have you learned anything interesting lately? Well, I have definitely been learning a lot about appraising, that's for sure. Yeah. Learning all different stuff about that there's just a lot to take in but learning all about that yeah um, i feel like appraising is kind of a boring topic but we do know a lot about it between the two of us i am currently like, an appraiser and my sister is becoming an appraiser and my dad grandma and grandpa all have been appraisers and same with least since we're brother and sister. wow we have a lot of appraisers in the family like I feel like that is kind of just monopolizing my time right now is why yeah. I bring that up because I feel like I don't really I haven't really been like focusing on much more than that right now because yeah. that's just like really taking up my time but I guess one thing I learned um my friend Paige like started making these body chains and hair chains and so she taught me kind of like a little bit about beading was really interesting because I had never done anything like that before so cool. that's kind of cool so what is beading well, basically, um, she just buys these chains from various places, like Joanne Fabric and that type of stuff. Um, and then she picks all these different creative beads, and then she just, like, puts them together in different, like, intricate patterns and stuff. It's really, like, she has, like, these special tools that help her, like, a toolkit that help her get them on the chains and stuff, which, like, I'm not really too familiar with, but... It seems like a really fun hobby that I kind of was thinking about getting into. So it's kind of like creating jewelry for yourself with like materials that you get from a local craft store. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. And so she's building those things and selling them on Etsy now, which is kind of like an online shop. Yep. And I don't think she's quite made the website yet, but she will be here pretty soon. So, and Etsy is like, I had never really like, I knew about it, but I didn't know too much about it, but it seems like a really cool thing. Like you can literally just come up with your own thing and try and sell it on there. I mean, it's kind of fun. Oh yeah. That is really cool. Yeah. It, like, it's cool to see that we have something like that. So you can just be creative and just see if anybody's interested in your idea, you know? Yeah, when you were mentioning it the other day, I was confusing it with what our cousin Jenny does, that Scentsy oh. thing. No, not that. Yeah, not that. I was like, oh, I wish Paige wasn't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. Yeah. Um, Etsy is like for people that make like their own handbags or like they make like like their own t-shirts or blankets or like, you know, just different random things like that. And then they sell them. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. And you can kind of just customize your own page on there to make it cool. Yeah, and I think Paige said that it was about 20 cents a picture to put on your page. So that's not too bad. I mean... Hmm. So why does it cost money to post them on there? 
Well, be, probably because, like, you're making money off of using their sites, and there's a lot of traffic that goes through. You know what I mean? Like, probably, yeah. like, I don't know. And so you modeled for the shoot for her websites, her Etsy pages, yeah. photos. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was really fun because um, the whole vibe she's going for is, like, really hipster-ish. So, like, I don't usually dress like that. So it was kind of fun. We went out and we went shopping and she just, like, helped me pick out a bunch of outfits that she, like, felt was the right vibe. Um, and it was really cool. And I ended up getting a lot of clothes that, like, I actually really like, but I would never pick out myself. So it's kind of fun. Cool. Oh, did you get to keep those clothes? Yeah, I, I actually bought them. <laughs> oh, sick. That's awesome. Yeah. So I will be very stylish now for the summer. I need to buy some new clothes. The last clothes I bought were probably like two years ago. <laughs> See, and I really did not need more clothes. I don't have enough room in my closet as it is. So I really did not need more clothes, but... <laughs> It was really fun, and, like, it's hard to pass up, like, getting new clothes. You know, it's always fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, when I got, when we were going to that buy one, get one closing sale a few years ago, that was the oh, yeah. best. Yeah, that was, like, the prime time to get stuff. That was, like, the last time I got stuff. Like, a lot of clothes. <laughs> was it really? It was, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. That was, like, a couple years ago. I know, it's been so long. Luckily, people give me stuff for, like, my birthday and Christmas a lot of the time, so we yeah. see a few things here and there. But, like, clothes cost a lot, kind of. They do last kind of a long time, which is nice, but... Yeah, they usually do. When you're doing different model poses, do you, um... What are you... What's going through your mind when you're, like, in the different poses? Are you just thinking about the shape of the pose, or are you, like... Um, what I kind of try and do is, like... For me, it's all about, like, what I'm trying to portray in that photo. So, like, for Paige's photo shoot, um, we had a few different outfits. One of them, I was in this really dark tie-dye shirt. And um, that one, she was kind of going for more of, like, a grungy-type look. Like, you know, so, like, when I'm posing like that, then it's, like, I'm just kind of trying to, like, think about the emotion I'm trying to portray and then just sort of try and have that come through in my pose and my facial expression. And then if it's, like, something that's really, like, flowy and happy, then I just try and think things like that. And I guess, I don't know, I try and, like, feel the emotion that I'm trying to portray and, like, think of, like, memories and stuff that bring up that in my mind. Yeah. And then on top of that, I also just kind of try and, like, think of the outfit I'm wearing and, like, what pose might, like, best like I don't know like make that outfit look good like I was wearing this really really like flowy lacy shirt so I kind of tried to do like kind of like elegant like dancey poses that really like showed how flowy the shirt was or like you know what I mean like kind of just like making the outfit you're wearing I don't know portray that emotion I guess yeah that's really cool that's really cool do you, are you still able to make yourself cry on command or have you lost that ability <laughs> are you saying from when I was a kid that I could do that? Yeah, you definitely could do that when you were a kid. <laughs> well, I definitely can still do it. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't like. I don't want to get into it too much, but like, if I'm in a fight with Chris and I need to like bring up some tears, like, you best believe I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so is that like a similar thing to like posing or is it like a step further than that i i wouldn't say that it's like fake though like i wouldn't say it's like fake crying or like right. i think that i'm just I'm just able to like flip a switch and like put myself in a place where I'm really feeling that emotion. Like if I want to just portray like pure joy and happiness, I can like call up a memory on command of like just like pure happiness and like making that like shine through my eyes. Or like if I need to feel like really, really sad or upset or like it, it's just like really easy for me to be like just like flip that switch and like make myself like be in that place. That's so cool that you can do that. I'm well. I'm sure you could too if you wanted to. I don't think I can. I. I've I... always been really in touch with my emotions, though. I will say, like, yeah. I'm definitely more sensitive than a lot of people. I think. Yeah. Which maybe definitely. is maybe plays into that. I think so, definitely. I think I've always thought if I was trying to act and I needed to cry, I would have to like put something that stings into my eyes. To make them like oh. start watering enough. <laughs> yeah. Also, oh, you know what? I think in the, I'm not trying to like make myself sound really cool or something, but like also, <laughs> I like I have a ridiculously good memory. Like, my memory is so 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 good. So I think that's another big thing for me is like. You do have an insane memory. It's better than mine. (laughs) So for me, it's like when I'm remembering something that made me really sad and made me cry in the past, it's not just like a vague, like, oh, yeah, I was really sad that one day. Like, I remember exactly how it felt. Like, I was just, like, drowning and there was no hope and, like, I'm so, so sad. And, like, I can pull up that memory and, like, put myself right back in that memory like I'm really there. Because, like, I don't know, like, I don't know why. And I've never really noticed until, like, I got older. But, like, Grandma says it. Chris says it. You say it. Mom says it. You guys are all, like, you have such a good memory. But, like, I try and remember, like, everything about each day that I can. Like, I can remember, like, days of my life like, back when I was, like, in kindergarten, and, like, even before that, like, like, really, like, to a T, and I don't know why, but, like, I do. That's so cool. Yeah, oftentimes, you remember something, and then I kind of don't believe it at first, but then I eventually remember it, and then I, like, try to convince you that you've remembered it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That used to be, like, a really stupid game for you. Yeah, I know. I'd be like, wait, that really did happen, but now I've been denying it a bunch. (laughs) Like, do you remember that one time that we were like driving through breezy point and there was like that little place that says motel that i think is on the left hand side of the road and we were driving with grandma jerry and i was just like oh model i should go there and then you were just like (laughs) no elise that says motel do you remember that are you sure it was in uh breezy or was it in this one no, it was in Breezy, that little brown motel that's on, like, the left side of the road, like, past Pelican Square. Like, that's what I'm saying, though. I yeah, just remember I little, like, I just remember little tiny blips like that. Like, this one day in kindergarten, Whitney Kyer was drawing the grass in, like, a straight line on the bottom of the page. Like, I made my grass be, like, fringy, and she made her grass be a straight line. So I threw my picture away, and I started drawing mine as a straight line. And then <laughs> Dee Dee the para came over and was just like, 
oh, Elise, you shouldn't dry your grass in a straight line like that. You should make it look like grass. And I got so mad because I was just like, oh, my God, I did dry my grass like that. But then I saw Whitney doing it like that, and I wanted to copy her. And then also, also I remember my friend Marnie Gorgas, when we were in kindergarten, she had these three rings that were all three of the Powerpuff Girls, Blossom, Buttercup, and Bubbles. And she told us that she was going to give one of them to each of her best friends. And she gave one to Paige, and she gave one to me, and she kept one. And we were the three, like, the three Powerpuff Girls. But mine was Buttercup, which was the, like, black-haired mean one. And I was just wondering if that, like, was supposed to mean something. Like, if she was trying to say that I was, like, mean or something. And I remember, like, really thinking a lot in depth about that. Uh, <laughs> the Powerpuff Girls were so sick. Like, I just uh, remember so many random little, like, blips like that. And I, it's just really weird. Like, and sometimes I wonder, like, so why do I remember that really random thing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. was there some importance to that? Like, when I was that young, that, like, that made an impression on me? Or, like, why does, why did my mind decide to hold on to that? You know? I know. And sometimes it's, like, kind of bad memories where, like, that's, like, one of the only things you remember about that time. You're, like, I'm sure there was plenty of good things going on then. But right now, all I can, all I can remember is just this one stupid Whoa. bad thing that happened. <laughs> right. I remember this one thing at, with Grandma Jerry. And I just remember, like, I was very, very little. Mom could still walk. And I was just, like, we were talking about bad guys. Grandma was, like, washing something in the sink. And, like, she was just, like, yeah, you know, sometimes there's just bad guys, you know. And I was just, like, (laughs) or we were, like, we were talking about, like, a movie, and there was, like, some bad guy in the movie. And I was just, like, yeah, but there's not bad guys like that in real life, right? And, like, Grandma was just, like, Grandma was just, like, well, no, I mean, there's not bad guys, like, in real life. And I was like, yeah, we're, like, in real life, there's no bad guys. Like, no bad guys in real life. And then she was just like, <laughs> then she was just like, well, I mean, there are some bad guys. And I just remember, like, getting so scared. Like, I was so scared of bad guys when I was a kid, too, Liz. I would have dreams. Yes. Where, like, there was bad guys in our yard, and I had to try to, like, fight them all. And oh, I was, like, a little kid. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, when she said that, when she said, like, no, Elise, there are real bad guys. Like, I got goosebumps covering my whole body, and I just started bawling. And I was just, like, at Grandma Jerry's house. And she was, like, no, like, don't cry. Like, you're not, you're safe. Like, and I was just bawling until she told me that there were no bad guys. And then I finally stopped crying. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't even know what they entailed, but I just knew they were, like, trying to get into our house and, like, kill us or something, I guess. But, like, I know. know. And, like, the whole time I'm just thinking, like, I got to fight these guys. (laughs) Do you remember remember when you found out that people die? Hmm... Like, for me, well, it's, like... No, it was, like, super early on because I watched The Lion King, and then Grandpa oh, yeah. Bear died really soon after that. And Mom yeah. came out and told me... I was playing in the grass at Grandma and Grandpa um, Widelich's house, and she was, like, yeah, Grandpa died or passed or whatever. And I'm just, like, well, Mom, that's the circle of life. <laughs> we just watched the movie about that, remember? <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> and like mom is going through a 
really rough time. Your dad just died, and I was just like, don't care at all. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so Remember, funny. Mom, you just told me it's okay that Mufasa died because it's the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> like, for me, for some reason, I, like, remember when I was told that, and I was sitting on Mom's lap, and we were riding up the elevator, and, like, like, I don't know why. We must have been, like, someone must have been sick or something. But Mom was telling me that, like, this person is dying. And I was just like, but I'm never going to die, right, Mommy? And she was just like, well, someday you will. And, like, <laughs> I just started, like, hysterically bawling. Like, hysterically. Like, and then by the time that we got up to the top of the elevator, Dad was like, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> like, and, like, then mom told him. And then dad was so sick of me crying that he said, no, Elise, no one in the Runberg family ever dies. We're special and we don't die. And then, like, I was like, I was like, oh, okay, really? And then I was like, no, no, Joe, don't tell her that. No, Elise, that's not true. It's just something that everyone has to go through. And then I, like, started hysterically bawling again. And, like, it was, like, a huge ordeal. Like, like, it was, like, a really, really, like, horrible, like, thing. Yeah. And I was really confused because Dad said that. So then I was like, what? <laughs> I just, one thing I kind of remember is, like, never really being able to believe in Santa Claus. Because I'm pretty sure Dad always just was like, you know Santa's not real, right? And I'm just like... I guess so, but like, what about all these TV shows and stuff? And like, everyone, everyone else seems to think that he's. That's so sad. And I was just like, he's not real. Don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was really funny because like, Sylvia was like kind of talking about how like she believed in Santa Claus for a while when she was really young in like kindergarten or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, do you remember ever believing in Santa Claus? Yeah, I do. Like, I definitely remember believing in Santa Claus. And, like, it was, like, a lot more magical. I remember the first Christmas that, like, I didn't, like, I knew that Santa wasn't real. And I remember saying to Mom, wow, like, it's definitely, like, not as magical when you don't believe in Santa. And I remember she just got <laughs> so sad when I told her that. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, like, you're just kind of being like, yeah, there's no magic of Christmas that's, like, like based it was, on like, Santa. <laughs> it was, like, I had found out, like, right before Christmas, so it was just really kind of, like, a bummer, I guess, for me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, I, yeah, I don't know. I remember Dad always being really crabby about the whole, like, Santa thing. He really didn't want to go along with that. I that kind of just thinking of Christmas and every time at mom and dad's house, it brings back this memory of me not being able to sleep when I'm like down in my room because I thought I heard someone walking outside and the next morning, like I finally fell asleep that night and I'm like, whatever, there's nothing there. But I went out and looked and there were footsteps right along by my window. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck? Did we just have... Over. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh my god, someone was fucking outside my window last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember you coming up to me and being like, please, like, oh my god, there was footsteps on my window last night, and I thought I heard somebody. And then I was like, and I was like, I'm gonna go 
You were like, I'm gonna go tell mom and dad. And I was like, no, no, please, no. I was like, I have to do this. And I was like, they walked out to like buy the sliding glass door and probably were trying to get in or something. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I remember like, you like, at first I tried to just like tell you not to worry about it. I was like, I'm sure with nothing I said. Like, and you were like really, really like, no, I'm going to tell mom and dad because like, you were really like, I was and I was, like, finally, like finally I was just like, God damn it, I have to tell him otherwise he's going to tell mom and dad. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh my God, that is so funny. I remember that now. Uh, all right well we've got an hour here so i think that's been a great podcast you definitely have to come on again sometime definitely this has been super fun actually like reminiscing yeah no it was a great great podcast all right well see you next time thanks see you next time bye